Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that as we come before you today, we're able to hear great and wonderful truths out of your word to encourage us, strengthen us, and cause us to walk as more prosperous and successful Christians for your glory. We give you the praise and glory and honor for it in Jesus' name. And all agreed, said, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I'm pretty chipper today, so I hope you guys are ready for me. Okay, I'm going to come and, and kind of attack you and get you and make you talk. Is that all right? You don't want me just to be up here and be boring and just like give a lecture and turn pages and, pardon me? Let it roll. Okay. I got, I got some freedom there. All right. Thank you, Rudy. Okay. Well, we want to finish up on this month's teaching on the Holy Spirit, the person of him, the passion that he has, and this week, the power. Now, I hope you guys are developing your relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit, that you're talking to him, speaking to him, you know, conversing with him, and so that he can show you great and mighty things that you do not know. He's so willing and, and ready to give you information. You know, you ever go to a library and you don't know how to research the books? Have, have you ever done that? I, I, you know, it seems like everybody knows how to research but me. You know, there's like a million books and you want to go find something about baseball. And, and so you just look around and you go, there's a, there's a librarian there that will tell you exactly where to go, what to do. There's a number and you can find exactly what you want. Isn't that true? We're walking around this earth, not knowing what we're supposed to do, where we're supposed to go, how we're supposed to get the answers that we want, but the Holy Spirit, who is our librarian, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so I know where to find that. That's in book, blah, blah, blah. and right here, I can show you and guide you to the place that you need to go to. And you go, wow, how amazing is that? I'll give you a little example. This is not, it's simple. I mean, I've been, I've been fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit for strongly now for the last two weeks since we started this uh, series. And it's, you know, the simple thing sometimes that he helps you with. And so it was my son's birthday this week, and he didn't want to go out. He said, let's just have a, a dinner at home. We went like, dinner at home? How boring is that? <laughs> Marianne said, let's go party. Come on, let's just go out and, you know. Make something happen. And so we said, okay, well, it's your birthday, whatever you want to do. And so we went to the conference on Saturday, and then we went out to uh, California Pizza Kitchen afterwards. And so they had a deal where if you buy an entree, you can buy a pizza for $5 and take it home, and then you can cook it at home. So the light bulb went on. Hey, 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 there's our dinner right there. <laughs> So I said, how many of these can we get? They go, you can get two, and we'll give you a third one if you want one. Go, okay, sign us up. Got those pizzas, went home, and baked it, and had a great old time in our dining room. Because we never use our dining room. You know, we pay rent for our dining room, too, and we just look at it. You know? <laughs> Beautiful room. Okay, yes, it's gorgeous. You know, we never use it, but we made it out. It looked like we were at a restaurant, and it was a beautiful time. What well, the Holy Spirit met us where we were at. We didn't have any idea. We were going to go get some you know, local uh, Mexican food, but that's boring. We do that all the time. But this was special. The Holy Spirit wants to make things special in your life. Amen? And then we had a visit from uh, Charles's uh, niece, or Charles's cousin, and she was a joy, a blessing to be with, and so she helped out with the cooking. It was a good time. Amen? It didn't look like nothing was going to happen, but it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, a little Italian in there. 
Okay, so we learned that the Holy Spirit is a person. He has a mind, he has emotions, he has a will, that he is thinking, he wants to talk, he hears you, he hears from the Father, he wants to speak to you. Why would you ignore him? Why would you just pay no attention to him? He's ready, willing, and able to help you. Can I get an amen? Yes. How many of you are experiencing this in a greater degree since we've started this message? I see one hand, two hands, three hands, four hands. What's wrong with the rest of you? Come on now. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I was like my mother said, am I, am I just talking to a wall here? I mean, come on. <laughs> are you not listening? <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you to a next stage where you can actually receive something, not from me, but from heaven. Amen. Praise God. So I'm a, I'm a coach. You know, there's a fine line between pastoring and pestering. And right now I'm pestering you, okay? I'm pushing you. I'm causing you to say, okay, all right, all right, I'll start talking to the Holy Spirit. I know I'm busy, but the pastor said that the Holy Spirit's going to talk to me. I'm going to put him to the test. Praise the Lord. Just like I, I was praying today, I always ask the Lord, what kind of service do you want to have today, Holy Spirit? He said, it's going to be a good time. You know, and I said, well, I hope Loopy comes because we want to pray. And we could go pray in the back room where nobody sees, or we could just pray out here in front where everybody can see. And uh, so I took a chance, and I said, okay, Lord, it's on you. And so it's good to know that we have a Lord that we can talk to. You know, you know the Holy Spirit is a person, and he resides with you. Isn't that good? And he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He knows everything that you need, everything that you uh, uh, want to enjoy. And David used to inquire of the Lord all the time. He used to ask the Lord, Lord, what do I do here in this battle? And he never lost a battle. Praise God. So I'm hoping that you learn to communicate and have a relationship to the point where you can just sense him and know that he's there. The apostle said, it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us that we do this and we do that. Are you in that realm where you just, you're, you're, you're one with the Lord, and as he speaks to you, you know what he's saying, and he knows what you're thinking, and you just, it's just a breeze. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Okay. So then we find out that he has passion, like I'm showing right now. Passion. Okay. <laughs> Can I say it again? Passion. Okay. Passion. Zeal. Fervor. Yeah. Emotion. Excitement. Stirred up. Yes. Amen. I like people that have emotion. Don't you like people that have My wife has emotion. You know, my wife doesn't do anything just like calmly. Like when we watch the Dodger game, it's not a calm experience. She's yelling at the TV, yelling at the players. Why did they drop that ball? Get it. Can't they get a catcher that can catch the ball? They need to get somebody else. I go, okay, babe, you know, I'll call them, okay? Uh, you know, what can I say? And she gets so excited that if they're losing, she has to leave the room. She can't take, she's, she's in the game, okay? At our former church, there was a lady that followed the Lakers, and she had to go to the hospital in one year, three times for high blood pressure. Three times. Guess what the doctor finally told her? Stop watching the game. What are you talking about? She hasn't watched the game for five years. Because you get so, you have passion, you, have, you can't turn it off. We should be that way with the Lord. We're so excited. We want to do the things of the Lord. We want to make things happen. Praise God. We shouldn't be boring, blasé. Oh, well, another day in the Lord. I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm just waiting for the Lord to come and take me. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is like, ah. You know, I went, 
I went into a vitamin store the other day to get some, some pro probiotics, and uh, I've, I've never taken them before. So I walk in there, and here's this lady. She's working with somebody else, and she said, I'll be right with you. I go, I'm just looking for the probiotics. Is that how you say it, probiotics? And, huh? Probiotics. Yeah, whatever. So she goes like this. She goes, oh, they're right here on this wall right here. What do you want? You want pills or do you want liquid? You know, she didn't have to do all that. And then she comes and she talks. She's walking, talking, and I'm going like, you, you should be like a, a cheerleader, a auctioneer. Yeah, you're talking fast and you're talking loud. She goes, well, that's just the Italian and the coffee that's in me. I go, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I understand what you're talking about now. So I, I've been, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to help me, you know, in my daily life. Glory to God. So as I was getting ready to leave, I went, you know what? Let me ask you something. Are you, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? She goes, uh, no. She's, I said, would you like to learn how to be filled and have a heavenly language? She goes, yeah, I would like to do that. I said, well, let me, let me explain it to you right here. And so we, I explained it to her. Nobody was in the store for some reason. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I did see some people knocking on the door, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we prayed. The Holy Spirit came, took control of her. She began her heavenly language, and her eyes popped, up and popped out, and she said, I have never felt this ever before in my life. I go, you went into a different realm. You went into the spirit realm. You entered into the heavenlies. Amen? And I walked out of the store. I was feeling good, me and the Holy Spirit. I said, okay, I heard from you, Lord. So anyway, she said she's going to listen to the, uh, the, the audio because she has to work on Sunday. So hello. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, so then the, the, the last thing that we... Uh, well, let's see. So, so this week, we're going to talk about the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I told the Lord when I got saved, I don't want to be just like milk, toast, mamby, pamby, half-baked, you know, soggy in the middle type Christian. You know, I, 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 want, to be, I want to have some success. I want to ha have some vibrancy. I, I, want to, I, I want to see have some power. Holy Ghost power. He said, I can do that. And then I heard this minister, minister talk about how that we were supposed to succeed in the Lord, that whatever you put your hands to will prosper, yeah. right? Yeah. Meditate in his word day and night, and so you will have good success. Yeah. I like good success. I don't like bad success. I like good success. Amen? Amen? So I said, I will follow you, and I've been following him for 35 years. So let's look at this. Let's, let's see how this power comes about. The first scripture... And it's from our, our uh, theme of the church, New Heart. In Ezekiel 36, 26, it says, I will give you a what? New heart. New heart. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's wrong with my old heart? <laughs> I guess it's not going to work, right? I got to, that, that heart, I got to have a heart transplant, Pastor Charlie. We, we got to take out that old heart and put in a new heart, and put a new spirit within you, I will take the heart of stone. You didn't know you had a heart of stone before you got saved, did you? Oh, you do. 
You know you did because people talk to you about the Lord and you go like, mm, I, I, I know I should, but I'm not really ready, okay? I'm not really, you know, leaning that way. Maybe someday, and I found out someday is not on the calendar. So I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Now, let's look at the next slide, and it tells it a little bit differently in a colorful way. I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart <laughs> and give you a tender responsive heart that I can talk to you, I can minister to you, I can speak to you, and you'll listen. Praise the Lord. How, how many of us listen to the Holy Spirit? Well, the next scripture says, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and hopefully, maybe, sometimes, will do them. Amen? I'm just trying to, you know, it's a multiple choice, and so the answer is, yes, you will do them. Okay? Now, there's two transactions, actually three transactions here. Did you, did you catch it? You paying attention? Let's go back to the first scripture. It says, first, I'm going to take out your heart of stone, and second, I'm going to give you a new heart, and that makes you available to be able to receive from God. And then the third thing, which is the third scripture, says, then I'm going to put my spirit in you. You see the three transactions? Take out that. I, I, I was kind to Pastor Charlie. I was going to have him up here and operate on him and take out this big rock of a stone and throw it on the ground and then put a new heart in him and, and have him laid out here and, you know with amnesia and everything. <laughs> but I, 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 I spared him, yeah. So, so there's three transactions. So first we, let's look at this next scripture it says here. And so this is the way Jesus said, but as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. There it is right there. He gives us the ability to be able to receive the Lord. Remember, Jesus said to him, you're not able, I want to tell you some things, but you're not able to receive them right now. We need to get that heart, that soft heart, to become the sons of God, even, them, even to them that believe on his name. Let's look at this next scripture here, or picture, picture. Here's Jesus preaching. Not everybody was all excited about Jesus' preaching. Did you know that? Some of them said, we don't want to hear that right now. But to them who received to them, he gave them power or the ability to become the sons of God. And then as you become a son of God, it continues right throughout your life. You get to see and know what the Lord is doing in your life. Let me see what kind of pictures I have here. So you're supposed to be able to do things that you weren't able to do in your own. And uh, during the week, I, I listen to ministers, I listen to stories, I listen to the radio. I like to see what things people are doing. And this one minister was talking about how he had a big event that he was going to be uh, overseeing, and he really wanted it to be special. You ever been that way? I want this to be special. So he prayed for five hours. That's a long time, isn't it? 
And he said, when he got there, he said, I thought I deserved to be able to receive the anointing of God since I'd put so much time in. And so they sang the first song, and they were calling him in the back, from the back, and he said he froze. He said he, he just couldn't move. He, he, he didn't know what to say. He was, he was frozen. And they sang it again. They go, okay, we're waiting for so-and-so to come out. And he, they did it two or three times, and finally they had to push him out there. And he got out there, and he didn't know what to say. And finally he remembered, his mentor said, Sometimes it's not your works. Sometimes it's just releasing yourself to the Lord, yielding to him, asking him to help you. So he said, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to help me. And all of a sudden, whew, the Holy Spirit came. They had a beautiful service. I said, that's a nice story, but that would never happen to me. <laughs> Two days later, we're doing the, the memorial service for Laura's son. And the first night was the viewing, and oh, man, it was beautiful. We just all flowed and gave testimonies, and the people were in unity. It was beautiful. So the next day, we had the actual service, and I thought, piece of cake. We did good the night before. Same spirit, same me. We'll get up there. And I was, I was more interested in how I looked. Okay, how's my hair? Oh. <laughs> you know? I got the right suit on and everything. Praise the Lord, yeah. So I get up there to talk, and I was stumbling, fumbling, <laughs> mumbling, <laughs> like, what's going on here? I'm the pastor of, so what's her name? And uh, who, who's, where are we at? And <laughs> what are we going to do? Did you, did you notice that, Lord? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. So sorry about that. So... <laughs> So I, I went in the back and I go, Lord, come on. <laughs> I've prepared. I got my speech. I'm ready to go. You know, we fellowshiped. What's the problem? And I went back to my, the message that I heard and I said, hmm, I probably could use this. So I said, Holy Spirit, I need you. I need you to come and just fill my mouth, fill my heart, speak to these people, minister to them. Let me step aside. You have a field day. So as soon as I said, okay, I want to encourage you a little bit uh, in the Lord, and poof, everything came out. No stuttering, no stammering, no nothing. It just flowed right out. And there was, the Lord was there, and seven people accepted the Lord. And I came off the, the, the platform, and I went to go talk to Raina. I go, Raina, that was God. She said, it sure was. In fact, I wish <laughs> that someone would do that message when I have my uh, going away service. And I said, okay, praise the Lord. So it wasn't me. It was the Lord. It's not what you do and how you prepare everything. You have to prepare, but you have to recognize and acknowledge the Lord because he has the power. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, same thing is with, uh, oh, let's see the scripture. Is there a scripture there? Now, let's check this out. And, you know, uh, we're not going to finish this message today, so we'll have to continue later, but. I'm having a good time. You having a good time? Yeah. Are you ready to put this into your personal life, in wherever you're at, at work, at home, in your neighborhood, wherever you go, in your family? Let the Holy Spirit take charge and control. Let him solve your problems. Amen? Let him bring peace into situations. He is the Prince of Peace, is he not? So here's Jesus. Now, Jesus would get up early in the morning, like about 3 o'clock in the morning. He would pray. So during the day... He was tired. 
like some of you are right now. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so in Matthew 8, 24 through 25, And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he, Jesus, was asleep. The disciples are going to the other side of the uh, lake. And so they're uh, rowing, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. It's a small world after all. Because if you're we're, we're with Jesus, what could go wrong? He said, let's go to the other side, right? All of a sudden, oh, my Lord, a great tempest. The wind is coming. And these guys were afraid. And his disciples came to him and woke, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And the King James says, carest thou not that we are perishing? <laughs> like, like a little tea, teacup, you know. <laughs> carest thou not that we're going to die? I mean, yo, 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 wake up, Lord. And he saith unto them, I like the King James, and he saith unto them, why are you so fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the disciples. Is that right? Just see if you're paying attention. He rebuked the wind. You know, when you have trouble in your family, when you have trouble at your job, don't rebuke the people. Rebuke the spirit. Amen? <laughs> don't be going, I don't like the way you've been talking to me. <laughs> you got an attitude? <laughs> Well, your mother did a wonderful job on you, you know. I mean, well, that, that cut deep, didn't it? Huh? I should do this to this person right here who is invisible, right? He rebuked the wind, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this? May I answer that question for you? The same manner of man that you are. You can take control over the turbulence. You can take control over the sea. You can speak to it and say, peace, be still. In the you have that power. Didn't you know that? When you have situations, you can't say, my hands are tied. I don't know what to do. The Holy Spirit says, I know what to do. You ever have people that always want to help you and they know how to help you? Like, I was trying to get into my office. I had a new key, and I couldn't get it. William says, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it for you. I go, uh, no, I got it. No, 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 I'll get it for you, Pastor. I got it. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> so what manner of man, beautiful. Isn't that a beautiful picture? That's, keep it. Can you calm that sea? No, but Jesus can. Jesus can calm anything that you are facing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, kind of getting close to the end, so I'm going to have to see what I'm going to have to cut out here. Come back next week. Is that right? Are you coming back next week? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pastor Charlie, can you write their names down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay, praise God. <laughs> now, now, so what I'm saying is, when you have the Holy Spirit in control of your mouth, you don't say things that you're going to regret. Things don't slip and slide out and all this bitterness that comes out, and ask yourself, why did I say that? That's not becoming of me. And so when you have the Holy Spirit in Luke 4, 22, when Jesus gave his first sermon, he said, all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. 
Gracious words is the, the spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit. The Lord took control over his mouth. And I was going to use that as an example. Richard, when he did the men's Bible study a couple Thursdays ago, he showed Pastor Charlie and I what he was going to say. And we looked at it and go, okay, looks good. I mean, nothing special, but looks good. And his wife, being the loving wife that she is, was, of course, cutting it all up. <laughs> don't forget to say this. Don't forget, don't bring this part in here. Move this down here, <laughs> right? But when he got up to speak, it's like the Holy Spirit took over. He just flowed, and we were just all spellbound. We were just all watching, listening. Oh, how great that is. Because there's a difference when you speak in the natural and when you speak in the spirit. When you come home at night, you can talk to your wife in the natural or in the spirit. Where's dinner? What you been doing? <laughs> how are the kids? Where, did you spend any money? Or, honey, how are you feeling today? I'm so glad that you're here. So glad that the Lord put us together. There's gracious words that proceed out of your mouth. Sometimes people talk to you, and you're so glad that they're talking to you. You're so, so enjoyable. And they said about Jesus, isn't he Joseph's son? How could he speak from heaven like that? Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that Jerry? I know Jerry. Why is he talking so good? <laughs> right? That's what is our testimony. They'll know that we are disciples by his love. Okay, two, two more scriptures and we're going to pray. Romans 8.11. Right. Now, it's the same spirit that was in Jesus giving him good words is the same spirit that's in us. Did you know that? Not a different spirit. The same spirit. Jesus said, the things that I do, you'll do also. And greater works will you do. So it says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Do you realize your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Your mind is controlled by the things of God? If you allow him to, if you allow him to, some, we just have to yield more. We just have to give up, put ourselves on a side burner and say, okay, Lord, maybe I don't know everything. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some things that I can learn from you. And so what that same spirit that was in Jesus, Jesus said, I only do those things that I hear my Father say. I only do those things that I see my Father do. We only do what we want to do, right? <laughs> Jesus said, yeah, I mean, the Holy Spirit is saying, step aside. Let me work through you. And the last scripture and here's what I want to challenge you guys with. In Joshua 1.5, God came to Joshua. He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Isn't that, wouldn't you like the Lord to tell you that? As I was with Moses. Now, Moses, was, he was a bad dude. I mean, he made the Red Sea part. He made manna rain from heaven. He made water come out of a rock. He was all that and a bag of chips, and no one could come, up, come against him, right? And so God's saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you go, and there shall not any man be able to stand before thee. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What God is saying is it's rigged in your favor. No man shall stand before you all the days of your life. You have victory. 
and everything that you do, whatever you put your hands to, will prosper. may not look like it, but the end of it will be. Because as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not, I will not, I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. But what about this situation, Lord? It doesn't seem like you're there. I said, I will not fail thee. I will not forsake thee. Let that sit a minute. You don't realize what God has given to you. All power and all authority in heaven and earth belongs to Jesus. He gave it to us. He gave us his ammunition. He gave us his badge. He gave us his uniform. He gave us his, uh, he gave us his ID. He said, everything that I have, you have. You, you, you go. You do this. Praise the Lord. And the last picture, we're just going to look at the picture, and we're going to pray. I mean, Moses, I mean, Joshua said, you know what? I'm even better than Moses. I, I, I even conquered the promised land. Jesus said, you'll do greater works than I. Can you, greater works than Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Let that fill you up. Let that fill you up so that you know whatever you're facing, God is able. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we can be overcomers in this life. We can see your victory in our lives and in our situations because you are Lord over all. And you've deputized us. you made us ambassadors in you to do great and mighty work. So, Father, we just grab hold of it. We allow your Holy Spirit just to take control of our lives so that we can see your victory and your promises come to life. In Jesus' name we pray. And all agreed said, amen. amen.